It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The bottom line, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Austin Sports Talk Leader, AM 13. The zone. Let's go! Come on! Free Raw Football Friday. Donovan New Day in the greatest city in America. Greatest college town in America. Austin, Texas, baby. Love our college students. Of course, they never leave. Why would they? Got 150 people moving here a day. And they're not leaving anyway because this city has so much going on and a lot of it's this weekend. I mean, I got college friends in town to see... Sir Paul McCartney and uh, Pony up. Nelly and Metallica. Hola, hola, hola. Lil Wayne. Nelly's tonight, too? Travis Scott. No, Nelly's Saturday, I think. Oh, let's see what time. Let me check the tape. I'm going to have to go check me out some Nelly. Country grandma. Country grandma. Salty, are you going to see Sir Paul tonight? I am. Are you excited? From a distance. I'm not messing with all those people. From a distance, are you gonna have? Are you gonna have binoculars? Are you gonna have binoculars? Their screens are big enough, right? They I haven't huge. been in seven Wait, years. What happened to Nelly? There, yeah, that was last week. Remember how you always tell me? I thought they'd play both weekends. Oh, no, because Lil Wayne's this weekend. So what? When I asked that the other day, you were like, "Man, what's wrong with you? They don't play both weekends." And now all of a sudden, you want Nelly you to play? Listen, I don't need any lip from you today, huh? The Mr. revolution, Mister. I've moved on to Baylor. That's right. Hey, play that. Play that A Child Shall Lead again. I don't need you Let to play that. Let's See? go. See? Oh hey, it's Red River Shootout, baby. No, that was last week. It's fine. We got a tweet yesterday that said, hashtag I'm with Harge. It's time. Yeah, it was probably your. It was my degenerate cousin. Yes, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it was some family member. Child go. Shall Lead. Cameron Dicker ah. from 40 yards away. Over Can this. University of Texas. I need you to delete this Red from River. the files. Immortality. You're, you're sick in the head. Oh! Earthquake! He hit it! He hit it! Hey, did you watch the replay of this? Dicker! Dicker! The kicker! 48-45! did you see? He scuffed his foot on the ground before he kicked the ball. He knows what he's doing, man. Dude! That's Dicker the kicker. That's like a chili dip. Hey, right down the middle. Chili dip right down the middle. Right. I'm like... I don't care if he chili dipped it, towed it, kicked it with the boot on like Jack Dempsey or what is his name? What was his name? Was it Jack? Tom Dempsey. Him too. He had half a foot. P- pay the man some respect. And he drilled it. Put some respect on his name. Drilled it. Kenny Sims you was ask a straight me on kicker. Oh, sorry. Kenny, Kenny Sims Kenny, was a straight slimmy. on. That's right. Yeah, did you hear him talking about move from, up. from one kicker to another? Yeah. <laughs> is there something you want to ask me? No. There's nothing I want to ask you. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Because uh, somebody moved into the semifinals last night. You know I, I, I mean? knew exactly where you were going with that, Chip. You know, somebody brought the thunder. Oh, my goodness. The lightning. And did, the you, thunder. did you have uh, a cheering section? Yeah, man. Where were you? Uh, I was busy. You had things to do. Yeah. I was, I was helping our cause. Oh, good. As you were over there tennising 
or whatever you volleying. Tennising, that's yeah. fine. That's how you could throw the football because you got that tennis wrist. Because um, I'm an athlete. This is my favorite part right here. Yeah! Oh, that's you right there. Finishing. Let's go! What's wrong Let with the you? paramedics sort them out. <laughs> now that's true. That's true. Let the paramedics sort them out. Right, let's go to the phones. Oh, my goodness. It is a free-for-all football Friday. The phone number, in case you just are part of the 150 who just moved to town yesterday, uh, is 390-5483. 512-512-390-LIVE. Rodney! Hey, good morning. And uh, You throwing dirt on TCU? Say what, man? You throwing dirt on TCU? You burying him? Garrett Patterson going to look like he's about to have a heart attack out there, man. Man, he lost his mom this week. He had a rough week. He sure did, brother. I don't know what's going on with that quarterback. I, I just don't know. Oh, my God, that last turnover. I know because, man, I'm, I'm so proud of uh, Sam Ellinger. Please keep the ball in check. Don't throw no turnovers. Thank God. That's <laughs> not doing that. And I like to tell Hardball this. Nelly is so lame, dude. He's like so 2001. <laughs> Hey, that's uh, hey, that's when it came out, man. Country uh, grammar. I'm saying that, brother, but he lame. Oh my God, you uh, brothers ain't checking in for that. If you have a Nelly City in your car, you gonna get beat up. <laughs> country, country oh, grammar. Man, that's just, it's country grammar. You better not play, okay? Gonna look at you like you crazy. Can we play a little Nelly? Oh, there it is for you right there, Rodney. No, no, no. Oh yeah, no. crank that up. Hey, yeah. Uh, come on, Rodney. That beat right there. Jump mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. jump in. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm so mad. He oh. played first weekend. Oh, me too. I don't even get Nelly. I and get had, Lil Wayne. And he had a Texas jersey on when he was playing Smart. last week. Smart. Playing to the crowd. He's from Austin. I know. Yeah, he got Kim He knows what's here. up. He got Kim Nelly's from Austin? Man. Come on, man. How we come he's only bit? playing one weekend? He might, he might pop up. You never know. He might be performing like a Stubbs or something late night. Are you prepared? Are you not entertained? I'm I'm ready. All right. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm ready to go. Dwayne. What's up, Dwayne? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Remember, the quarterback is hard G. What? The Texas quarterback is hard G. Is RG? RG3? Nope. Hard G. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ellinger. Oh, he just his name. Yeah, he just mispronounced Ooh, Dwayne's his name. going to Rodney. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be great. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Yeah, RG. the ESPN guys were all ready to see a Thursday night Big 12 game, but an SEC game broke out because of the ineptitude of the dual threat quarterbacks. Uh oh. Yeah, seventeen to fourteen. They thought it was going to be at least in the forties, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that was the over under. <laughs> yep. So a <laughs> SEC game broke out because of the laughing. ineptitude of the young of the young quarterbacks, right? Yep. But uh, I was just going to bring up that uh, in this conference. Once again, the best teams are winning just like the other years when they have the best quarterback. Texas is winning because their quarterback doesn't get the ball to the other football team. And West Virginia is winning because their quarterback is a senior. Those are the two undefeated teams, right? Yeah, West Virginia's defense, though. And and the Oklahoma quarterback was a stud, and he's basically a redshirt junior, but he's going to be leaving school. So those are the three best teams, basically, in this conference. Mm-hmm. Hey, and that's what you're seeing. The best teams with the best quarterbacks 
Uh, going to be the best teams in the Big 12. Hey, thank you. Hey, and let me say this. West Virginia's defense is better than you think because Will Greer is turning it over. Will Greer is giving it to the other team. Absolutely. But Tony Gibson's defense is playing on point. So you got I, West Virginia is an interesting team to me. Now, they play Iowa State this week. Yep. In Ames. Your team. I'm not. I'm taking Iowa State to cover. Okay. Maybe even win. Okay. I hear Just you. Just like Hardge took Texas Tech last night to cover. Maybe even win. Yep. My man Hodge. And by the way, Mandy. <laughs> our girl guns up Mandy. That girl crazy. Because I texted last night and like two minutes later, TCU made a play. She's like, kiss of death. You're the kiss of death. I'm like, I am the kiss of death. I'm like, kiss of death, my bleep. I just won my match. Texas Tech. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Me and Tech had something in common last night. We won. So, oh my goodness. Come on, Mandy, relax. <laughs> Kick your feet up. Get your guns up. We got time for yep. Tony, Tony, Tony does it again. Tony, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Good How you morning. doing? First off, we got to address that Nelly issue. Uh, Rodney, Rodney, a little off. He said, "If you got a CD in your CD in your car, he said it's two, so uh, Nelly is so 2001. What to have a CD in your car? It's so 1999. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Maybe even 1989. I don't, know, I don't even know what a CD is. But yeah. anyway, uh, you got two songs with Nelly that still get play time. Grills, if you, if you play that, I'm listening to it. See? And Tip Drill, Tip Drill. Got oh, Tip Drill. Oh, Tip what? Drill. I was up one night late at night. Oh, yeah, unedited. I turned, I turned on a BET after dark for some reason, and oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. So, but anyway, I digress. The reason why I really called is to say I feel sorry for Saquon Barkley, my friend. Oh. The brother's out there bawling, and it looks like me, you, and Harbaugh Hodge are out there bawling because it ain't nothing going on with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> their D line is whack. Their O line is whack. Saquon and uh, 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 what's my receiver's name? Bar- Beckham. Oh, Beckham. That's OBJ. All they got. Yeah. That's all they got. That's it. I'm gonna hang up and listen. Hey, Tony. 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 Tony does it again. Great call. You call anytime. Yo, the no doubt. No lie. Five one two. Five one two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you call that other number. You, be, you will get Nelly's you get tip, a tip drill. drill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. All right. Hey, free for all football Friday. <laughs> Bottom line. Brought to you by Cover Three. I need a tip drill. <laughs> I'll oh, let you yeah. ride, but the rubber might slide. I need a tip drill. I need a tip drill. Um, what is wrong with you, dog? We talked Texas at six fifteen and seven fifteen, but we got to grab Rodney. Rodney. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you this. Brother, I know CDs are played out. I'm just saying. This is what I'm saying. I ain't rocking with no Nelly. I am from the state of Texas. I just live in Georgia right now. Let's keep it 100. If you're going to talk about Texas rappers, let's get it. Don't get it twisted. UGK. Yep. Fat Tad out of H-Town. All that good stuff. Trader Truth Zero. Let's keep it 100. Scarface. Let's, let's Scarface. There you go. And hold on. 
if you get caught in the hood, Oak Cliff, Fifth War, Acres Home in H Town, and all that good stuff, you playing a Nelly, <laughs> the home is gonna run your butt out the hood. Ain't nobody listening to that. My baby sister listening to Nelly. I need that tip. I, I know CDs played at home, boy. I be screaming on my car and everything like that, partner. <laughs> Love it. Rodney. One, All right, man. man. Be blessed, bro. Oh, that is funny. Rodney. That is funny. Oh, he man. said you better not be listening to He's Nelly. Right through the hood. You better not be listening to <laughs> no Nelly. Oh. Uh, All that's right. funny. Tip Listen. drill. Can we talk Texas? Oh, man. We always talk Texas at 6.15 and 7.15. I mean. I'm ready. What's up? What, what What's going on with you? What? What you want? What's your what's your hot take? Hey, Other than ready. people need to be hanging with us at Crown and Anchor tomorrow. Absolutely. Halfway hard. That's it, man. I'm, I'm not all the way in yet. I'll give you my prediction later. Texas is going to win, and they are going to cover. But the focus needs to be on Baylor. I'm tired of Gus Johnson right now. If he was doing the game this weekend, it is on ESPN, by the way. This is an ESPN game, FYI. Look, man. You can roll your eyes. You can do all you want to. I need to get. We need to write a song called "Uptight." No, I'm not uptight. I'm not, like you say. I'm not playing. I just want everybody to understand that in that locker room, they need to be focusing on Baylor. Because here's what I'm talking about. Well, what do you think they're focusing on? What? What? Well, if they're listening to this show, they keep trying to relive the kick. Let the kick be done. Hey. The bottom line, baby. <laughs> there you go. Young Prophet loves us. He young Prophet's listening right now. What's up, Young Prophet? Good morning, Young Prophet. Get, get your boys right. You got s- that C on your chest for a reason. Get you some oatmeal. It's already been written, Chip. Can we hear from the Young Prophet? It's already been written, Chip. Man. I'm a Young Prophet. I'm working on a Nobel Peace Prize at the moment to prove God's existence. I, I do things that not normal people do, and I take pride in that. And Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That is why I am so confident. And that is why my confidence can be linked to results. Boom. Okay. Boom. Well, let's be confident tomorrow and go out and play well. Keep Charlie Brewer in the pocket. And make plays. That's it. Here's the thing about Charlie Brewer. As much as I love, I love, love me some Charlie Brewer. Son of Robert Brewer, former Texas quarterback and the only quarterback to be part of a father-son starting duo quarterback at Texas. He takes some big hits. Yeah. Because he tries to stay in there and be tough. He takes some big hits. What have I been saying the entire time about Sam? Don't get the big hit on you. Get down. Get Sli- down. He slid. He slid. He I did. was impressed. He did. I was impre- he kept sliding, too. He just kept going and going. It was like, oh. He it's like that Geico commercial. <laughs> exactly. <The> soccer player <laughs> who slides on his knees. <laughs> Suddenly he's going all the way around the field. You're like, thanks, Sam. That a baby. That a nice. baby. All right, let's go to the phones. <laughs> 390 Live. 390-5483. JT. 
What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I called in before the OU game <clears throat> and told you about PJ Locke being a little suspect in coverage. Uh oh. And he was he was beat for two touchdowns in the OU game. Oh. And uh, so that's that's just something to look to look at, you know, against Baylor, against Tech, against West Virginia, because they're going to see that as well. And uh, the next thing is, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Tech's defense was legit last night against mm-hmm. TCU. And um, mm-hmm. it just makes you think about that game in a whole other light. I'll hang up and listen. Uh-oh. So we're diminishing the uh, win over TCU now? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Not a signature win. Remember? Take that back. You, you, you were headed into the stadium against TCU, and I kept talking about a signature win, and Salty just laid into me about, this is not a signature win. This is not going to be a signature win. And I'm going to start calling her the young prophet because it is falling apart. It is falling apart at TCU. And I'm I'm a little disappointed. All right, man. does Herman have a signature win? Oh, you. Okay. All right. I want to make want to make sure we're all on the same page. Absolutely. Absolutely. This ain't looking good for us, Chip. This is not looking good for us. How am I looking? Salty, you are you're fair on one side. You're going to be out of there on the other. You got Texas and TCU playing for the Big 12. But you did say Texas wins, so you, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. The other team really doesn't matter. Yeah, the other team doesn't matter. And I want to give you props on this, too. You're the only one who stuck with your 10-win season. You were there. So, so far, you're on a good pace right now. We came back and we changed ours a little bit, but you stayed true. Hold true. Like Miller Lite, baby. Hold true. Hold true. She did. Let's grab Chris. Chris, what's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. How you good doing? Good morning. Uh, okay, everybody, all y'all talked about signature win. Have you seen how bad Texas has been past two seasons? I'll take a win. I'll dub you whatever. Signature, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I mean, just remember a few two seasons ago, we couldn't even kick an extra point without getting it blocked three times in one game. Ah, oh, that was awful. Thank you, Chris. It's a new season, man. It's a new season. They're doing things right. Although you told me yesterday about the uh, punting, the special teams, how bad it is right now. It's very I think Herman himself coaches the punt team. Oh, don't so tell me that. Hermie needs to fix the protection for old uh, Buchevsky because Buchevsky's back there fearing for his life. <laughs> <laughs> he turned into a rugby punter a couple of games ago. He's like, oh. Yeah, the people in the stands was like, I bet not. He better not do a rugby kick again. And then sure enough, he did it again. I think that was like just out of instinct. Hey, can you address something for me? You you remember at the like Oklahoma was about to do uh the kickoff, receive the kickoff after Dicker the Kicker made it. And Hollywood Brown was laying down in the end zone. Can you explain that rule for those who may not know? Right. So you can't try and hide. He was trying to hide in the end zone paint. Right. So that the other team, Texas, wouldn't see him back there. And TCU had done the same thing, and you can't do that. You can't do that until the ball is, like, kicked off because 
you can't when deceiving. You, you can't be deceiving. Okay. So that's why he got removed from the game. Because it's almost like an injury. It's like you're going down to a knee or yeah, something. It's like, like your that. helmet pops off. Right. You lay down on the field. You're coming out. Before a play, you're coming out. Okay. So, there you go. Good to know. All right, Dan Neal next right here on a free-for-all football Friday brought to you by Cover. Come on, man. Little Judas Priest. Mm. Just for our man Dan Neal. All-American offensive lineman, University of Texas. Two-time Super Bowl winner with the Denver Broncos. Great TV here on LHN. Dan, why aren't you excited? Dan excited. Neal played every position on the offensive line. Talk about Swiss no. Army knife. No, no, not, not true. Well, if, if I guess we go back to high school, um, yeah. But, hey, one, one comment real quickly. British Steel, best album Juice Priest put out. See? Yeah. There you I go. Used to have it, man. It was awesome. Nelly, Country Grammar, and Judas Priest. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Still. Great combo. Hey, Dan Neal, what, what are you liking? What are you not liking about your Longhorns as they uh, – Hit the midpoint of the season at 5-1 and one in control of the Big 12. Well, I like the fact they control their own destiny. I like what they did last week against Oklahoma. I really, anything you say about negative about the Oklahoma game is uh, getting, you know, nitpicking. Now, it needs to be done. There's always room for improvement, but that was about as close to a perfect game as you can get. And uh, it's what they obviously had to play to beat that team because that is a great football team in Oklahoma. But when you're playing like that at this point, you know, it's early in the season, you're only two games, or excuse me, three games into the Big 12. You're playing the way you want to be playing at this point in the season. So it, it, they're looking really good. We're talking to Dan Neal. And, Dan, I got two things. Uh, Sam Mays called in last week and criticized the offensive line. But then he called back in on Monday and said that he saw a bunch of nastiness. So he wanted to apologize for calling those guys out because they totally dominated the uh, the line. And what's up with the non-excitement from you on LHN, man? Yeah, why aren't you excited? I'm excited. <laughs> I've heard a little bit about that. If you, if you watch it, I got an earpiece in. And the, the, there's a, a delay, so we had Craig Way in our ear, and he was telling us like five seconds what was going on before it happened. So I'm yanking it out because I don't want to hear it. And I and I I knew going into the drive, I, I looked at Jordan. I go, they're going to get a kickoff. I don't know if they're going to make it, but they're going to get a kickoff. And once it was a 40 yard, honestly, I knew they were going to make it. I had no doubt. I was just watching it happen. <laughs> it's supposed to, man. <laughs> I was like Dicker. I got this. <laughs> Dicker. The kicker, <laughs> a child shall leave. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so so what did you think of the offensive line play? Better, uh, much better. You know, me. I, I try to. My kids are like dad be more positive. You know, I, I look at it and I was like, "Hey, I like this. Where the hell has this been all year?" <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because you, you're right. It, it really. I mean, their technique is continually getting better, but it was more than just technique. It was just an attitude. You know, like. Why does it take OU to get that attitude? I mean, you should you should have that attitude every week, you know. And, and maybe the realization of what they can do after they did against OU, they put it on film. Maybe that's just what they need to realize. Because sometimes it's confidence. Realize, hey, you know what? We just beat one of the best teams in the country. We can beat anybody, and they can. So that they just got to believe that and play like that. And that's why this game is so interesting to me. 
you know, you always hear about these letdowns and all this other junk. Really, it's about Texas saying that's the level we want to play at, and the players deciding that's how we want to play every week. That's and it, it goes into the preparation this week. That's what I want to talk about, Dan, because the the players, everyone's like, oh, this is a trap game, letdown game, everything. And to me, this is about the players, your player leadership now. They talk about a coach-driven team, a player-driven team. Don't We'll find out this week if they're a player-driven team. <laughs> I've heard that term, coach-driven. I still don't know what it means. Uh, it, it means unsuccessful, honestly. Is what it means. Uh, it, you're right. I mean, this is, I, I say it all the time. And honestly, I've said before, I didn't quite get it at first either. It took me a little while, and then I eventually figured it out. And that is, this is the player's team. It's hard because the coach, like you said, tells you what to do all the time. But ultimately, the players need to come to understanding, this is our team. You know, our number's going to go on that wall. Our number's going to go up in that stadium. We're the ones that are going to leave our legacy. I'm real big on, you know, sometimes coaches think it's, you know, they're the ones that accomplished everything. No, it's the players that did it. Don't ever forget it. Uh, and that's the, up to them, what they want to do with their team. And that's why we talk about senior leadership. You know, you're a junior, you got another shot. Seniors, this is it. And these are seniors that have never won a championship. I mean, let's, let's be frank, guys. Since 1996, only three teams have won a Big 12 championship for Texas. How about that? So mm. you got a chance to put some, do something that, unfortunately, hasn't been done very often. So this, this is where the players decide what kind of team they have. And that's what I said, the preparation. And that is, you know, Someone's not for the offensive line. If someone's not practicing with which the efforts they played against OU, call their ass out. Yeah, because Dan Neal. They do that every Dan week. Neal did that all the time, and he, so Dan Neal, All American, offensive line, University of Texas, block for Ricky Williams, Priest Holmes, Terrell Davis. Um, when you said players win, coaches don't win. Is that because? You all couldn't stand John Makovic, but you decided to come together and kick that ass, <laughs> even though John Makovic was your coach. <laughs> well, you know how I said earlier, where I didn't quite get it. Uh, you know when they see? said it's the players' team. Well, John Makovic helped me understand. Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> he made it crystal clear, baby. Yeah, you technicolor. You realize, Wait a minute. You know, if we don't take control of the situation, we're just going to lose. And, you know, it's not in spite of the coach. It's like, well, you know, it's, forget him. Let's go do this. You know, let's as players go do this. And once you realize that, man, he can really take off for you, and you can you can have great a great season, great time. But you gotta you gotta have that realization. All right, let me ask you this: How much fun was it to play with James Brown, who I think is the most <laughs> underrated quarterback in recent Texas football history? I would agree with that. James is a great player. A lot of fun, you know. I, I, so, you know, Baker Mayfield, I talked about him before, and that is I hated the guy as an opponent. But man, I'd love to play for the guy. And James was that kind of guy, a little quieter than Baker, but he's that kind of guy and that you love playing for him because, man, he played for his teammates. And he did not take crap from anyone. And he, he talked trash. He was a player's player, man. You just loved him. And it reminded me of a guy I played with in Denver, um, uh, uh, Jay Plummer, excuse me same kind of guy just you love playing with it may not have been the best or the most talented but man you love playing with the guy and that's ultimately it really i don't the talent wasn't what i looked at it's man do i like this guy do i like playing with this guy because he gives me full effort and he's got my back 
He's never critical. He encourages. He's a guy that you want to be with. That, that was James. He was a lot of fun to play with. Yeah, and I think the players look at Ellinger that way, don't you think? Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah, they, and I was talking about at the end of that game, and this is when I said, hey, they're going to get a kickoff. And this is why. I mean, you're in the huddle, right? Who is everybody looking at in the offensive huddle? It's- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey. If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. The quarterback, because he's the one calling the play. Then are you looking at a guy that you believe in, or are you looking at a guy that you're not sure about? And that's how you win games at the end when you're behind in a two-minute drill. And that's why Sam is a guy that Herman went with because those guys are looking at him and they know this guy's going to get it done. And it's uh, nothing negative on Bouchelle. It's just that's what Sam brings. And I knew Sam was going to get him, give him a shot because that's the environment he thrives in. He loves the pressure. Hey, Dan Neal, we're glad you were excited about that, that kick. And we will talk to you next week, my man. All right, guys. Hey, enjoy the game. Have a great weekend. You too. All right, Dan Neal. It's Free For All Football Friday. We'll get a little Do You Care next, right here. Brought to you by Cover. Free For All Football Friday. Count it down. Texas Baylor week. Hards won't let me play. Dick or the kicker. Child shall lead anymore. Nope. Moving on, Chip. Moving on. Whatever. On to Baylor. Whatever. On to Baylor. You ready for a little Do You Care? Oh, yeah, man. All right, well then, here's here's I'm going to give you a little love right now. Okay. I'm going first. All right. You said last night Texas Tech to cover possibly win. And looky here, Texas Tech takes down TCU in Fort Worth. Last night, 17-14. You said Sean Robinson would turn it over. And guess what? He did. Now, that last turnover was bizarro. That was desperation. He was running from all one side of the field <laughs> to the other, then back. And he was trying to tuck the ball, and the ball went flying up in the air. Yep. And Texas Tech picked it off. Ball game. Do you care? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just felt like TCU, they just don't look good. They don't look like everything is in sync for some reason. You know, at the beginning of the season – that that game against Ohio State, you thought, okay, they're right there. They played well. Ohio State maybe yeah, was exposed. TCU was leading in the fourth quarter. Right. And then all of a sudden, boom, 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 back to back to back. Just, they just don't look like a well-coached team, which is very rare for them, which is very rare for Gary Patterson. Um, I don't know if he likes his team. At first, I thought he did. But I don't know if he likes his team, and they just don't seem to be clicking in high gear. And then on the other side – 
Texas Tech, you know, we thought Allen Bowman was going to play. I said, no, he don't need to play. They went with Duffy, who causes problems because he can run. He's an agile quarterback. And if he could be if he could be accurate with the ball, he's going to give them a chance to win. I think next week, actually, uh, Bowen's back playing, and I think he brings more excitement to that team. But Duffy went in there, and, and the defense showed up. The defense played well. Dakota Allen played well. The defensive backs, I kept saying TCU does not have the explosive plays. We talked about it when they played against Texas. You got to keep them in front of you. And if you do that, things will change. Uh, Chip, we talked about Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all, and Phil Mickelson playing that game. And you were like, they need to put up their own money. They need to put up their own money. I'll be more excited if they put up their own money. Well, I just saw that this event, this Thanksgiving weekend event, is pay-per-view, $24.99, and no one will be there. No fans are allowed to be there. Do you care? Yeah, this is going to – it's, it's not as exciting, right? Sterile. Right. It's like playing a tennis match in an empty stadium. Like last night for you. But well, won't they be mic'd up? I have my fans there. <laughs> I have my fans. Trust there. me. <laughs> Won't they be mic'd up? Yes. So then you'll really be able to hear them. But even then, there's, I mean. And it'll be all close-up shots. Right. It, I'm not I'm not a fan. I was, I was in. I'm right, still if, buying what if, it, though. What if we no, go, I'm not. What if we done. go halvesies? You come over to my place. You pay twelve fifty. I pay twelve fifty. And Salty, if you're nice and not a salt, a salt <laughs> shaker, we'll let you get in on it. When is this? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving weekend. I know you're not going to watch it. She'll come over. All right. We'll give her food and drink. <laughs> we'll give her food and drink. I do do a lot for free food. <laughs> I mean, you know. Salty doesn't like to go out amongst a lot of people. <laughs> Although she's going to ACL tonight. But but what did you say? How far how far back are you going to I'm be- like walking straight in, <laughs> sitting down. Not walking straight out. She's going to find that one patch of grass that is uninhabited. And then she go. And then take in Sir Paul McCartney. Second he starts singing his own stuff, I'm out of there. Oh, see? I don't know any of it. What's wrong with you? Hey, hey, I need to ask Salty this. Salty, do you care that this might be Sir Paul McCartney's Last show. <laughs> it's why we're all going. Why are you laughing? No one's like, You're oh, going this straight is going to be hell. great. I'm trying not He's to. He's going to be riveting. <laughs> He's going to oh have such God. great banter. I, I don't want to be associated with you people right now. <laughs> Smashing guitars. <laughs> all right, can you get this thing back on the rails, Marge? <laughs> ask me a <laughs> oh, my question. Bad. My bad, Chip. My bad. Jeez. Hey, your Eagles. Your Eagles. Beat the Giants last night, 34-13. to Saquon Barkley balled out of his mind. Thank God I played him in fantasy. OBJ loses his mind again. And Eli Manning is terrible. Well, he's He's terrible because his offensive line, who's Omeme? (laughs) Who? Omama or Omame. (laughs) Hey, baby. That guy (laughs) was getting run last night. I mean, he was a matador. And Eli was the was the target of the bull. I mean, he's got no protection, especially from that right side. 
He's got Nate, Nate Solder over there on the left side, but that Oma May. Hey, baby. Oh, my gosh. That guy's terrible. So everyone's ripping Eli, but he has no protection on the right side of his line. So they got to change up all their play calling. Yeah. Because they're going to have to get everything out fast. They're going to have to run. They may, they may throw to Barkley 20 times. Well, you better keep playing him. Oh, yeah. I'm playing him. I'm playing him. <laughs> you better is, keep playing him. easy money. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the Eagles curse last night. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Um, Harch. Yep. So, the Texas Longhorns, we know they're playing Baylor. But West Virginia mm. is playing at Iowa State. Upset alert for the Mountaineers. Do you care? Absolutely upset alert because of the fact of what you said earlier today. Will Greer loves to turn the ball over. He takes too many chances sometimes. But he's got big play wide receivers. I don't know what Iowa State's defense is going to be looking like. Uh, I'm still rolling with West Virginia in this game. But I think the game is going to be really, really tight. And it may come down to who who gets the ball last, so to speak. I know you're in love with Purdy. Think you think he's going to make a big difference Brock in that game? Party. But uh, I'm still rolling with with West Virginia because we need them and Texas to keep winning, so game day can come back to Austin, Texas, baby. So beautiful, the, so beautiful. The line is going up. It opened at West Virginia minus four and a half. It's now West Virginia minus seven. Okay. Okay. Just throwing that out there. All right. Also, Oklahoma State taking on K State. Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Do I think you, I think uh, yeah. I think Kansas State is the New York Giants. I think they are we gotta check on the old ball coach up there, man. We gotta figure out what's going on with Bill Snyder, see if he's cussing people out still. And uh I just another thing, they don't look like they like playing anymore. Yeah. They play with the you know, defensive side, they're playing hard. They just don't look organized. It's just not a good look. Again, it's one of those things. I don't believe what I'm seeing right now from this team. Georgia minus 7.5 at Death Valley where dreams go to die. We're going to find out, baby. We're going to talk about about it. it. And Matt Rule, Baylor football coach Matt Rule. Next hour, Texans trivia as well. Sit tight, baby. Free for all football Friday brought to you by Cover 3. Life happens for those that show up, and we're glad you showed up with us on a free-for-all football Friday. It's the bottom line brought to you by Cover 3 on AM 1300 The Zone. My man, C-Breezy. I need a tip drill. <laughs> Shannon B. Sweetie and me, Harbaugh Harge, bringing it to you this Friday. Talking all kinds of things, and I want to get into the NFL right now. You ride, but the rubber <laughs> oh, might slide. I need a tip drill. You need to stop. Right now. Come on, man. You need to stop right now. Hey, Chip, NFL this weekend. Dallas Cowboys play Jacksonville at home. My Jacksonville Jaguars will go into Jerry World AT&T Stadium and beat the Cowboys. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are that the Cowboys experiment of – Dak Prescott is a franchise quarterback, so he doesn't need playmakers around him, like at the receiver position or tight end position. Right. Is a failed policy. Because what did what did the Eagles do with Carson Wentz? They they got Alshon Jeffrey. 
Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar, whatever his the name is. Ageless dude from K State. And they got little running back. Uh, Sproles. Sproles. And they got Zach Ertz and at tight end. The best tight end yeah. outside of Travis Kelsey. So it the Cowboys just I hate to say it. I love Jarrah. He's the best owner and the worst GM in the history of the NFL. I'm not kidding. He's the best owner because he brought him the best oh, TV yeah. deal, all the new stadiums, everything. He, everything that Paul Tagliabue did as commissioner was thanks to Jerry Jones. But he's the worst GM going. And the Cowboys are going nowhere. And I'm telling you, folks, he has got his eye on Lincoln Riley. So here's the thing. The Cowboys might win the division at 8-8. Eight and eight. That's how bad this division is. Right. And at that point, I almost am cheering to see that, just to see <laughs> what Jarrah would do with with Jason. Dude, I I don't even know where to go with this. I don't the defense is actually playing good football. That's the thing. If you go The defense is good. And I never thought I'd say that. Here's my problem. Balling. Here's my problem. I mean, this really is the problem. It's Scott Linehan. Yep. Linehan has always trended toward the pass. And you've got Ezekiel Elliott. Now, they're doing better in terms of throwing the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. I was just about to say, we just saw Saquon Barkley right. last night that's, go berserk. That's what you Get have the to do. ball to him. That's what you have to do. Yes. You've got to throw it to Zeke ten times. You got. You, we've talked about it. He touched the ball 30 times, they win. If you get the ball in his hands 30 times a game, they win. There you go. What? What? I don't. So, I don't understand how hard that on, is. Jason, I don't understand it. You're an offensive-minded head coach. Man, you're a former NFL quarterback. Communicate, please, because that's what's holding this team up right now. Or can we get? Can we get Dak some RPOs? Can he get out of there? But he, like you said, he still doesn't have weapons. He's not accurate either. Those interceptions, everybody's like, oh, those guys should have caught the ball. You're in the NFL. No, he's an NFL quarterback. He should hit him in stride. Tavon Austin's diving across the middle. First off, he's a pocket rocket. He is an absolute pocket rocket. So why are you throwing him the ball across the middle of the field? And can we please talk about the fact that Jeff Swain is their leading receiver? I mean, hey, come on, man. I'm well, glad to see it. I was going to say. I'm glad dogging, to see it. Why are you dogging Jeff Swain? Even though he says when he's introduced on Monday Night Football, <laughs> Butte Community College. <laughs> I love that. When he's a long home. I love that. And then we go to Houston, NRG Stadium. Buffalo at the Houston Texans. Now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I think Buffalo's going to make this a game because they can run, the quarterback can move around. And he has a strong arm. But the Texans are coming off a big win against the Cowboys. I think that's their signature win. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with you? I just, I just, I'm looking at this game and I'm like, okay, you never know what you're going to get from Buffalo. 
you never know. One weekend they're playing lights out, and then the next weekend they look like they've turned the lights out. I just don't even understand. All right, the Texans are favored by 10. The Texans are going to win this game. Right. Do you think they cover? No. I didn't think so either. Small 10 point. points in the NFL is a mountain. That's a pile of points. Well, last night. It's a field goal league. The, the, except for last night. Oh. 34-13. Man. Jeez. I don't know what happened to the Nick Foles curse. Man. You, it, well, it ran into apparently, the Giants. Apparently, it doesn't travel. <laughs> it, it, it's not against the Giants. If they were playing anybody else, I'd say, okay, you got an opportunity. Have you, have you seen that pile of crap we got out there? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious, Saquon Barkley is a wasted pick because they are so bad. And he is playing unbelievable football for a team that has no shot. Odell Beckham Jr. is having an argument with a fan. And I'm talking about one of the ones you plug in, not the one that's sitting up in oh, the yeah. staff. He is yelling at a fan. And guess what? You just paid him. Right. 20 mil. 20 oh, mil. More than that. Well, I'm 20, talking about yeah, 20 mil a year. A year. 90 mil. <laughs> 45 million guaranteed. Hello. That's your guy. Hey, Odell, baby. Leader. He's talking talking about leadership. Inanimate objects. (laughs) Did you see Sterling? And he walked off the field. Well, he was going to get an IV. He got an IV at halftime. That's why he came back late, too. He came back after the kickoff because he was still getting his IV. Okay. But did you see Sterling Shepard last week? OU. He was tearing up the trash can. And Odell went over and tried to calm him down. Hey, Hey, young brother, you don't need to do that. Uh, they're going to talk about do you. Do as I say, not they, as I do. Right. They're going to talk about you. I've been there, man. It's it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, coming up next, our interview with Baylor football coach Matt Rule. Matt Rule. On a free-for-all My guy. football Friday. So, hard. Yeah, and then, and then at 7.30, we're going to talk a little Major League Baseball playoffs with Cliff Floyd from the MLB Network. We're talking Astros, baby. There we go, baby. Astros, They're down to the final four. Final four. All right, it is uh, the bottom line on a free-for-all football Friday, and we'll play some Texans trivia. Brought to you by Cover 3. Let's get right to it. Our interview this week with Baylor football coach Matt Rule. It's a big weekend for uh, the Texas Longhorns coming back home. Now suddenly in the top 10 in the AP poll, the coaches have them at 14. Joining us now to talk about it, the head coach of the 4-2 Baylor Bears, 2-1 in Big 12 play, Matt Rule. Matt, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Hey, man, we're doing good. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the time. Congratulations on the, uh, the victory over Kansas State. What did, uh, what did you like about that uh, 37-34 win? Well, you know, I, I like the the fact that you know we we had the ball with 84 yards to go with you know at the end of the game, and and Charlie and the offense took us down there, and and Connor Martin who had had a hard day, our field goal kicker had missed an extra point or a couple field goals, and, and he stepped up and made the game winner. So, you know, for us as as our team's growing from you know a tough year last year to kind of learning how to win to, to win a game in the fourth quarter on the last drive, to me was a real step forward. Well, and you've you've beaten Kansas. You hit, you put thirty three points uh, on OU at OU in a shootout loss, but uh, two and one in Big Twelve play. What's the message to the team? You know, coming to Austin to take on Texas. 
Well, you know, I mean, we, we know that Texas is a tremendous team. You know, we, we, we know what OU was after going there and to see, uh, to see you know, Texas play the way that they did and, and win that game. Um, just a tremendous, tremendous amount of respect for, for what they're doing. So I think for us, our, you know, our guys, we're excited to play. You know, we have one more game in a bye week. Um, you know, we've had, uh, we've had some ups and downs the first six games. But, you know, I, I think we feel good about our team and where we're headed. And, you know, I think our team believes that, you know, if we play well, we'll have a chance to win every game. And if we don't play well, we'll probably lose, you know, most times. So we're just completely, uh, completely focused on trying to play really well versus, you know, this, this, uh, this tremendous Texas team. We're talking to the head coach of the Baylor Bears, my man, Matt Rule. And, Coach, I'm sitting here looking at what the team did last year and where you're at this year. Can you talk about the turnaround and the buy-in that you guys – well, excuse me, that the players have started to believe in in you and the coaching staff? Yeah, you know, I mean, last year was last year was hard. Um, but I think, I think um, you know, for a lot of our players, uh, what, what they found out was that throughout all that adversity when, you know, you're losing and – you're losing to a one double A team, and then you're losing heartbreakers to Oklahoma on the last drive and West Virginia on the last drive. I think what what we did was we just we didn't panic. You know, we didn't blame the players. The players never felt attacked. And we just told them, "Hey guys, you know, we'll win when we're ready to win, and let's keep getting better." And our recruits hung in there with us, and our players hung in there with us. And we got to the end of the year, and you know, I think a lot of people were expecting like this mass exodus of players, and all of our guys kind of hung around because. Throughout the course of, as I told them, throughout one of the most trying times in their life, um, we still tried to have fun, right? And we, we tried to coach them hard and push them, but we always were focused on our players and always focused on their, their well-being and their best interest. And so I think the guys hung around, and I think they had hope. And so to come out this year, and, you know, we're certainly not perfect, but to have some success and to be trending in the right direction, I think our players are now saying, okay, hey, you know what, this works. And, you know, they have – they see the way that we're practicing, and they see the way that we're getting better, and they see some of our players uh, improving, and, and they're they're starting to buy into not just the results, but the way we do things and, the, and why we do things the way we do, and and that makes it fun. And, and as you get more and more young players in, they're learning from the older players, and you hope it just becomes uh, a tremendous cycle of, of of performance. And the Baylor Bears are now playing their fourth game on national TV, so you're trending in the right direction. But I want to talk to you about Charlie Brewer and what he brings to this team. I know that people around here know him very well from his time at Lake Travis, but uh, tell us what he's done for you guys and as far as leading that offense. Well, you know, he, he's a winner. Um, he, he loves to compete, and that's the biggest thing to me is, you know, I mean, who, who loves to compete? I mean, you're going to get in these games. You know, you're going to have a shoot, you know, be, out, be, out, be at Oklahoma and the game's getting away from us. and He's taking hit after hit, and, he won't come out of the game. I mean, he literally was like, let's get the ball back and go score again. And, you know, that's what I've always wanted. I always wanted to find players that were, that were like the football game and practice. It's like recess. They love it. They don't, they don't worry about the score. They just, they love to play so much. And so I think what's happened along the way is not only is he performing well, but his teammates, you know, they play for him. They recognize that he's going to lay his body on the line. He's going to, you know, he's going to put himself out there. And, you know, we know he's really accurate. Um, we know he doesn't turn the ball over very much. You know, we know that, he uh, you know can extend plays with his feet, but I, I see him really growing as a passer. You know we're not a tremendous running team, but uh, we're one of the best teams in the country in the red zone. We're one of the best teams on third down, and we're throwing the ball really well. And that's that's a testament to Charlie and and our receivers as well. Uh, talking to Matt Rule, head coach of the Baylor Bears, uh, Baylor and Texas will tee it up at two thirty on ESPN, and Matt. 
what um where have you made the most growth do you think as a team um you know where where are you the most proud of the growth that you've you've seen well i just think in in, in our in our work ethic i mean and that may sound that might sound silly but um you know when i first got here you know a lot of the guys you know the way i want to practice and you know kind of uh, the way I want to do things, you know, they took it as punishment at first. And now they've, they've gone from a team that looks at a Tuesday practice as punishment to a Tuesday practice as a chance to go compete and have fun and play ball. And so uh, that mindset to me then carries over into the games. You know, we're playing Kansas State and they don't look at it like when it's pressure in the fourth quarter. They, they want to keep playing. And that, that's what the good teams do. I mean, I'm watching, you know, that's why I have so much respect for the, this Texas team. I mean, they, they play like they love to play football and they fly around and they, they play the game the right way, and, and that's what that's what we want our team to do. And so, um, when you do that, then the results come. And I, so, I think our guys are seeing some results uh, as a result of the fact that they're that they're practicing and playing and playing as a team. And you know, they're not we're not yelling at each other. We're not pointing fingers. They're out there on Saturday, and the defense is struggling in the fourth quarter. The offense goes out and makes it happen. And we know that you know another week our offense will be struggling. Our defense has to make it happen. And, and to me, if you can build a team, then you can. You can handle adversity. You can handle injuries. You can handle bad weather. You can handle a lot of different things. And so I think we're getting closer to that. When you look at film, what uh, what stands out to you about the Longhorns, maybe specifically about uh, Sam Ellinger? Well, I mean, I think, number one, the offense is, is really well put together. It's really well put together for him. You know, I mean, um, you know, he can he can utilize his brain. He can utilize his arm and he can utilize his legs. You know, so he's a triple threat type of a player and you know you can see them getting into the right play and that's that's a major part to me of, of what the good teams in the big 12 do they don't just call plays you know the quarterbacks and, and the coordinators and the sidelines are getting them into the right play and you can see sam doing that he's able to keep plays alive you know with his feet uh he's able to be extremely accurate on deep balls he's able to beat man coverage with precise you know throws underneath and then you know he's their third leading rusher and so I think he has the most rushing touchdowns with like six. So, uh, you know, once you get down inside the red zone where, you know, that's the difference between good and great teams, how often they can score not just points but touchdowns in the red zone. And I think Sam's doing a tremendous job in key situations of, you know, running the quarterback sweep and and, and all the different runs that they do with him. And, Matt, uh, of course you coached in the NFL with the Giants. Um, You know, just your thoughts on Drew Brees, a a local kid from here in Austin, becoming the all-time leading passer last night in the NFL. Well, I thought that was uh, I thought that was awesome. And um, you know, at one point they were showing a stat with the one wide out, and I said it to all my I said it to all my wide outs like he he's ninety seven percent of the time you know he's he's targeted, he catches the football, and, and that's really more a testament to Drew than anything else. And studying them over the years and playing against him, um, just he, he does the things I just talked about. You know, he gets them in the right plays, he gets them in the right protections. He's unbelievably accurate, and uh, he always takes what people give him. And so. Uh, to be that type of a person and to be the guy that he is to to give back to the community and all the tremendous work that he's done in, in New Orleans, all the tremendous work he did after Katrina and he's doing in, in people's lives. You know, that, that's that's the kind of person I want my son to look up to. That's the kind of person I want my players to be like. You know, he's excellent on the football field. He's a tremendous family man. And um, at the same time, he also gives back to those that, you know, those that, that need to be given back to. And so uh, I was happy to see that for him. And just imagine that, man, 71,000 yards. That's, uh, that's really a testament to his longevity and, and uh, just think that he was traded and 
to think that Coach Saban wanted him at Miami and all the all the different things at the beginning of his career. And now he's sitting here. You know, he's the greatest ever in terms of passing yards. Yeah, we were thinking about if Saban had gotten him in Miami. Does Saban ever go to Alabama? And does this this run that Alabama's on ever happen? It's uh, you know, it's funny. So I was telling some of our players that last night. They didn't really know the story, but um, you know, that's just he's a failed physical away from having probably you know one of the greatest passers of all time. And um, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of what ifs when you look back at uh, at life, but I think it worked out pretty well for uh, Alabama, and it certainly worked out pretty well for Coach. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Matt, we really appreciate the time, and uh, we look forward to Saturday at two thirty uh, when your Bears come to Austin. Thanks so much. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank Thanks, you, Coach. All right, Matt Rule, head coach at Baylor. All right, we'll be back with the. Uh, Hard Knocks Life in uh, just a second right here on the bottom line brought to you by Cover 3. Let's get back to the bottom line on Austin Sports Talk Leader, AM 1300 The Zone. It's the Hard Knocks Life with Mike Harge. Free for football Friday, baby! And hardball. Let's do it. It's that time. It's that time. It's playoff time. And... Who better than to give us the lowdown on... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A final four in Major League Playoffs. Then my man, my former roommate, first oh, round no. pick for the Montreal Expos oh, I, I want to hear some in stuff. 1991. Cliff Floyd. What up, Cliff? What's going on, folks? How you doing? Hold on. Before Mike, we... Mike, what's up with you? Hey, Cliff. I, my name's Chip Brown. I'm, I'm Mike's co-host here on the, uh, the bottom line. Um, okay. All right. Tell me, tell me what kind of roommate Harge was, and don't hold anything <laughs> back. Was he a slob? Was he? Was, I mean, nah, he was actually pretty cool. Real, actually, one of the one of the best I had. Real talk. I mean, we go all the way back to when it first started, man. Like yep. it was legit. You know, he looked out for me and made sure I had a whip when I was trying to get around Bradenton, Florida, and. I mean, you know, I you, you never forget those moments. So when he hit me up, I was like, no doubt. I got to come show my boy some love. And, man, it takes me all the way back to how it first started. I mean, how it all started for us. Right? We was all grinding, trying to get to where these four teams remain in that. And, uh, you know, that's what that that's what we do. Okay, right. so Cliff came along the year after Chipper Jones yeah, after was Chipper. at Pirate City? Yep. Yeah, okay. but, he had, yeah. but he had to be there, too. Chip, hey, Cliff came and kicked it, and like he said, he, was, he had just – Got drafted, so he didn't have a vehicle there yet. So anytime he needed to go somewhere, he was like, "Yo, let me use your car." And I was like, "Go ahead, man, go do what you got to do." See, so look at that. So yeah, that's- it was dope. It, it was it was actually, man. Like, you know, you watch these cats grow up today, and obviously times have changed, and you know, nobody drives no more. You know, everybody got Uber. Or- <laughs> or driver, right? so, so we don't, we, don't, we don't need to ask for nobody car. But back in the day, you know. It was, you know, we had a little change in our pocket, but it was, you know, we still had our big bro to look out for. Always, always. So, Cliff, we're going we're gonna to get right into it. We got the four best teams in baseball that are left. 
the Milwaukee Brewers are hot right now. They're going against the Dodgers. And then you got the Houston Astros going against the Red Sox. Give us a little bit of info on both series. Well, I think, you know, when, when you look at the NLCS, man, you know, as you mentioned, Mikey, the, the, the Brewers are hot. But I think when, when you look at the Dodgers, they just figure out a way to get it done, man. And, you know, you, you can say rotation-wise they don't have enough or they have too, you know, too, too much – uh, you know, depth when you look at their offense and, and so on and so forth. This is going to be a great series. Just like the ALCS is going to be a great series, this NLCS is going to be a great series. The Dodgers got one, I mean, you know, one of the best bullpens, but the Brewers had an even better bullpen. You know, I think I think when you look at, you know, maybe offensively, the depth probably favors more of the Brewers, but when you look at what Dave Roberts has as far as his bench, he's able to you know, sort of put a different lineup out there with the lefties that they're going to face. You know, when you look at Geo starting game one, uh, and, and, and then you have another lefty possibly starting uh, in that series, Wade Miley starting game two, you're going to have different lineups, obviously. But still, it's going to be one of those series where it's going to be a grind, you know, grind throughout, and um, it's going to be fun to watch. And then on the flip side, you know, the ALCS, you know, it's question marks about David Price. I think that's the biggest question mark of this whole series is, you know, what you're going to get from David Price is Alex Cora crazy for putting him in, in the rotation. I say no. You know, Duke can pitch. He has to get off the snide and get that big goose egg off his back and go out there and ball, man. He he has the stuff. You, you don't get $200 million if you can't pitch. <laughs> God, right? I hope not. So, you, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just look at this series uh, as one of those, you know, nobody thought the Boston Red Sox was going to go into Yankee Stadium and do what they did to them. They absolutely annihilated them. Uh, embarrassed them, but I think when you look at, you know, how the series going to sort of shape up, I don't think we worry about Chris Sale. I think we should be worried about David Price, but I'm saying he can pitch. I'm saying he has the stuff in his body to go out there and do it. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, talking to Cliff Floyd, MLB Network, and Harge's former roommate in, uh, you know, when they were at Pirate City back as <laughs> Young Bucks, <laughs> the Expos organization. Um, so, Cliff, you like the matchups for the Astros. Obviously, we're in the Lone Star State, the world yeah. champion, the defending world champions. Verlander against Sale. Garrett Cole against Price at Fenway. You know what? I mean, look, you can't, you can't ask for what um, you know, Astros has been able to do as far as making personnel adjustments and, and adding to a World Series uh, type of squad they did last year. Sometimes you, you sort of meddle with things. You mess with, you know, you mess up the whole chemistry. You know, you add a piece here. Uh, you go out there and get Garrett Cole. And everybody's like, man, how do you do that? And then you probably mess with the chemistry. And you probably mess with a lot of things that you probably shouldn't mess with going out there and getting Osuna. But I think it sort of it, it blew over because at the end of the day, the man cleared his name, obviously. Uh, and, you know, when you look at how things settle, that's our world. You know, we sort of able to settle things uh, and look at it from different angles. Obviously, it's never a good thing to be in that position he was in. But when the Astros took on this responsibility, you know, they, they took a shot. And, and they was taking Mike Tyson punches. But I think they was able to handle it uh, and still be able to be in a position where he's going to be closing out ball games for them. And you're in a better position than you were last year. I mean, it's just, just that simple. And Ken, you didn't even use Ken Giles last year. And now you have a guy that you can possibly go out there and get, you know, and win your World Series by getting those precious three outs. Because, I mean, you took a chance. And you really took a chance on, on a time in the season when your squad was struggling 
you took on a, on a, on a straight just <laughs> terrible situation with, with what he was going through, uh, and and look what his you know look what position to put you in now. Yeah, no doubt. We're talking to Cliff Floyd, MLB Network, doing his thing all over the place. And and Cliff, I want to go back to the Brewers, Christian Yelich, um, Lorenzo Cain. Can you speak about the leadership that they brought in there? I mean. He had an unbelievable year and possibly be the MVP. But then you got Lorenzo Cain, who's already won a World Series title, and bringing that to the clubhouse. Now, I don't know how you even, you know, put into words um, what they were able to do this offseason. Uh, I don't think they thought they could 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 get Christian Yellis. And even if they did think they could get Christian Yellis, I don't think they could have even remotely imagined the numbers he put up this year. Um, off the charts. I always thought when he was down here in South Florida and I went to the ballpark and I, I hollered at him, I was in his ear. I said, he's going to win a batting title at some point. Did I think he's going to win an MVP this soon? I, I, I just didn't think the power numbers would be there. Um, but it goes to show you. You know, some, we always talk about these metrics and analytics. How about, how about these ballparks? How about these places where, you know, you can go to an NL Central and just miss a ball and then go out the park? Dude, right. The dude, confidence went through the roof. I mean, he's he's been terrific for them, and then bringing in a World Series caliber player in Lorenzo Cain to add to just not on the field, but the clubhouse uh, is priceless. So I think they won in both of those areas. Um, you found some guys that sort of bridge, um, you know, to to you know Jeffress if that's the guy, or you know Canable, because I think when you send him to AAA this year to figure himself out, guess what happened? I mean, you got a beast back and. Um, you, you you can literally go to the bullpen in the fourth inning if you create counsel and, and get the job done. Uh, Cliff Floyd, 18-year MLB career. You see him on uh, the MLB network. And, Cliff, you won it all with the Marlins in 2001. How incredible is that feeling? And who do you think wins it? You know what? I, I, I won in 97. Oh, um, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2001, um, I, I just left, uh, unfortunately, but – um, you know, I look back on man. I look back on how how everything has to go perfect for you down the stretch. And you know, I look at how last year went. You know, seven games for a team and and the Astros that I, I thought you know what they, they were unbeatable. Even if you had question marks about Lance McCullers Jr. Even if you had question marks about you know can Charlie Morton beat as dude he was last year? Well, Charlie Morton's not there this year. Davinsky's not there in the bullpen. You got some. You got some hit and misses, but I still find the Astros with no weaknesses. I just do. I, I, I really look at this squad from top to bottom. I had a chance to look at them at the end of the season when when AJ Hinch is trying to figure out who that bullpen piece is going to be, and I don't see any weakness. I don't. Obviously, it's going to be some that you know get get exploited when the season when the series starts. But as far as on paper. I mean, can you say if Charlie Morton's shoulder's not good, Dallas Keiko has to be the guy or whatever the case may be? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't call that a weakness. I call that figuring it out on the fly. But, uh, you know, I, I still see them as I, I, as, as I see a lot of people or, you know, in the industry are saying, you got to go through the Astros. I'm, and not because y'all on the phone. It's just <laughs> Man, Cliff, Great we stuff. appreciate it, my brother. Thank you for uh, – stepping up and getting up this morning to be on here. We will touch a, touch on this again once the World Series call, uh, starts, and we'll try no and doubt. get you back no on, doubt. bro. Appreciate you. Give me any time, fam. All right, Love, appreciate man. you. Hey, Free For All Football Friday. Brought to you by Cover. Oh, yeah, baby, Free For All Football Friday. 
know, we've been talking a lot about, as we get into what's trending, we'll talk to uh, Goose Gosselin, play some more Texans trivia, right, uh, Salty? Um, we've been talking a lot about Conor McGregor and this Habib Nurmagomedov fight. They're both facing a hearing on October 24th to uh, face suspensions, fines for this uh, post-fight melee that occurred last weekend. But get this, Michigan's playing Wisconsin game days at Michigan. And this, uh, the Brecken Hager of Michigan's defense, Chase Winovich, blonde-haired dude, uh, fl- flowing from Locks. his helmet down to his shoulder pads, um, found himself in a car with Conor McGregor. And... He, when was this? This was uh, a year ago. Okay. Uh, in the weeks before his final, sem- sorry, uh, yeah, in weeks before his final semester as a college student, he's in the back seat of a car chatting with uh, Conor McGregor, and uh, Winovich met McGregor's agent, and you know, so they end up uh, hanging out for a minute, and he, uh, he's. Talking to McGregor, and McGregor is is telling him, "Hey, you know you can you can be whatever you you want to be. You got to believe it." And so Chase Winovich says McGregor is one of his biggest inspirations as Michigan gets ready to take on Wisconsin. Nice. So is that his motivation? Look for that blonde hair. That's dude. that motivation you need right there. Oh yeah. The locks are going to be flowing. Oh yeah. So oh. so, as a Michigan man, do they destroy Wisconsin? I think so. Yeah, that's my gut. Okay. I think, but it's kind of like the way Texas fans were waiting for Texas to ignite. Yeah. Michigan fans are kind of <laughs> doing the same thing with Harbaugh, <laughs> except he's further along. Yeah, he's further along. Herman's in year two. Harbaugh's in like year four. <laughs> and that's where everyone is stuck with trying to figure out, is this our guy? They're, they're a nine and a half point favorite right now. And here's the other thing. Remember, Wisconsin was one of my teams that I thought was going to get a chance. Let me see. Is that on there? Did it, does it say Harbaugh with uh, Wisconsin? Yep. He gone. <laughs> here's the thing about Wisconsin, though. You, they drive you, you nuts. Yeah, you were betting on Alex Hornibrook. Yes, not messing this thing up. And that dude is not the answer. Right. So I think Michigan's defense turns him over. I know they have Jonathan Taylor, who's a wrecking machine at running back. But Michigan's defense can stop the run. Yep. So I'm I'm going with the maize and blue in this one. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> All right, Harch. Yeah, what's up, man? What uh, What's trending for you? Well, you know, this Jimmy Butler deal is still out there where they said that they canceled practice, they canceled the media being there because they wanted to have a players-only meeting. And then all of a sudden, Talking Jeff, about the T-Wolves. Teague comes out and he's like, that's a lie. We didn't have no meeting. That's just fake news. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Lord. like what is going on in Minnesota? I mean, this is a team that has talent. They have talent. 
And like you said yesterday, they need all those pieces to be together. But then you got Jimmy Butler, who at his own admittance said, I'm not the best player. I just want, I'm the one who plays the hardest. So he's trying to pull out more energy. My question is, how do you come back from that? Like, if you called out every single player, and that's fine. You called them out. That's good. But now they're looking at you kind of crazy. And you called out the general manager. I mean, the president, the general, whatever he was. And now what? They've got to trade him, right? They have to trade him. It's it's going to be about the the coach's ability. Yeah. To get this thing under control when everything was always going chaos in L.A. with Shaq and Kobe. Phil Jackson got it back to ego management. It's ego management. That's because he's the Zen master. Right. And I don't know if... Thibodeau is not the Zen master. Thibodeau looks like he's ready to fight somebody. (laughs) All the time. At all times. Yeah. He looks like the igniter, (laughs) not the calmer. Uh, Let's go to the phones. James. What's up, James? Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, Hook them horns, but I wanted to talk some NBA this morning. Uh Uh-oh. Um... Jimmy Butler, man, I, I don't, I don't, that guy. Can't, I don't see that guy ever leading like a franchise as a number one superstar. So, man, I would let him go. I would not try to, you know, hedge all my eggs in one basket on him. I wanted to talk to you guys about the Lakers. I really think that they are going to shock people, and I really think they're going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, one more thing is, I think the Spurs. What do y'all think if the Spurs are going to make a, a midseason trade? I could see that happening. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, James. I think the Spurs need to make a move now. They lost their point guard. Javante Murray was someone that they were leaning on to lead this team. They need to go get a point guard now. Tony Tony Pacquiao is now gone. So they don't have a guard. I mean, you're going you're gonna to turn the season to Patty Mills? Patty Mills, year? baby. Come on, man. Why no are you way? doubting? Because Patty will get into the – look, I'm posted up, Patty. You can't expect him to be your – your leader, your go-to guy. He's he's hot and cold. He's to me, he's like Danny Green. Like you say, Danny Green, uh, and I'm like Danny Green can ball. You're like, nah, he's terrible. Listen, that's Patty Mills to me. He'll come in, get hot, and then you won't see him again. He'll come in, get hot, and that's his role. But they need to go make a move for a point guard right now. All right, all right. I mean, I like so. the Lakers too. I like what he said about the Lakers. I, I I'm on it. I'm on them too. Because of LeBron. LeBron changes the way everybody plays. He brings the best out of everybody. I love LeBron, but this is hard for me with him being with the Lakers. I understand. I can't stand the Lakers. But but if you're a LeBron and you're, fan, you're over there wearing your Lakers I got it. jersey already. I went and bought it. Like, uh, I was I set up, I stayed up to watch him play 13 minutes the other night. That's good, man. I'm a LeBron fan. You're 100% correct. So wherever he is, that's where I'm at. I I couldn't ride with the Miami Heat though. I could not ride with him there. Oh, see, I, I didn't ride oh. with him there. Why? I just that that to me was just too much. That was too much. Too much. Yeah. Okay. That was too much. All right. Texas. Not one. Not two. Not three. Okay. <laughs> he wrong. <laughs> All right. Free for all football Friday. It is the bottom line. Brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. Cover three. words of Judy Brown. Happiness is a choice. We're happy to spend some time with us. Free for all football Friday brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. Cover three.
And uh, shout outs to Rodney, our Rodney. man Rodney. Love Rodney. Oh, yeah. Takes care of us. Always taking care of us. All the guys over there at uh, Lone Star, Miller, uh, Coors, those guys at Capital Right. They always are looking out for us, man, and, and they do such a good job. So shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, shout out to me. For advancing in the Great Hills Singles Championship last night into, nope. the, into the semifinals. Thank you, Salty. Hey, what's, Love you. What, what was over? Thanks Leon. for coming out. Thanks for coming out to the match, Salty. You, are, you went straight Leon on us? I had to wash my us? hair and watch Grey's Anatomy. Thank you. Did you go straight Leon on us? Hey, Leon can do everything. <laughs> uh, Leon. Oh, sorry. Uh, but back to the show. So when's your – okay, you, you brought it up. So where – I mean – When's the next match? When next, do you play next again? Week, next week. Next week. How do, why do you need a week? Hey, just you slow need, down. You need some recovery. Yeah, you need some recovery. <laughs> All right? Takes a minute. How are oh, your feet holding up? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Seriously. How's your toes holding up? Oh, dude, it's day to day. Ew. Seriously? That is so gross. I got, I got mangled tree branches for toes. I got busted ten, up knees. Tendonitis. Out the yin yang in my knees. Hey, you need some meloxenol, bro. I got meniscus all over the place, so I'm happy to advance. I need you to get some meloxenol to get some of those Thank aches you. and pains out of you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. E L X I N O L. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dot com. <laughs> all right. So, my Harsh, man. I mean, it is Texas Baylor week, and you and I were just talking about it. We'll talk to Goose Gosselin coming up. In the next segment, we'll also play a final round of Texans trivia for the final person to get registered for the Texans-Dolphins tickets. Yep. But we were talking about the Texas-Baylor game, and make sure everybody comes out, hangs with us at Crown and Anchor tomorrow. Oh, yeah, baby. 11.30, we'll be there. Getting you ready for the 2.30 kick between the Baylor Bears. Bears. Four and two. Two and one in Big 12 play. And your rolling... Texas Longhorns. Yep. Five in a row. Five in a row, man. We were talking about Charlie Brewer, Lake Travis. Of course, it's Westlake, Lake Travis week. You'll hear that game right here on AM 1300 The Zone. Big game. Tonight, 7.30. But Charlie Brewer is a guy who, if you don't get to him, you don't hit him, put him on the ground, when he runs, pop him, you let him hang around, he'll make this game interesting. Yes, because Baylor is starting to figure it out on offense. He's got Denzel Mims and Jalen Hurd outside. Those dudes can play. I mean, we're talking about they're the top two in terms of receptions per game in the Big 12. Right. And that's saying a lot. I mean, in the Big 12, we got a bunch of gunslingers. We got, <laughs> we got Will Greer and all his receivers. Oh, yeah. And it's... Charlie Brewer, Kyler Murray, and all his Sam Ellinger and his guys. I mean, this is this is a game like you said. Charlie Brewer is the key. He's the the straw that stirs that drink. And you mentioned those guys. Jamichael Hasty's got 18 receptions as a running back, and he's quick. And if he gets in space, he can make you miss. And he's powerful. So the Texas defense has to play, and that is why I have been saying all week. They better not not focus on this. Get that game in the past, that game you keep bringing up, and I hope they're not playing this in the locker room because I want them to be focused 
on this, the task at hand. One and oh. One and oh is what we need to be this week. Wait, wait, wait. What? You don't want to hear you don't want to hear this anymore? Oh my god. No, I Are do you not saying I, 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 I delete it. A child shall lead. Cameron Dicker. This is the greatest moment of the season. Thus far. Thus far. Thus far. Oh, you ready? See? You forgot you've got Salty getting all fired up with this thing again. Good. You know what? It's people, people got enough problems. Let them have a little rejoicing. Let them have a little fun. Let them have a little joy. Especially the people who were there. Salty was there. All of us were there. Yeah. I'm just saying, Move she's on. rejoicing. You are acting like someone's drilling you in your teeth. I mean, it's amazing. Get your horns up, Harge. Like you're having root canal. Oh, he's got his... Oh, you're pointing to all the people listening to us. He's yes. got... Look at his new shirt. Vineyard Vines Longhorn hey, Gear. Man. Hey, man. Bougie. Fancy <laughs> bougie. You going to Westlake later? <laughs> I am, you actually. You checking out that Lake Travis I'm game? I'm going out there to check out that game there this evening. Go. Are you going to the game? I'm supposed to. My boy Bennett got me a ticket. All right. So, I mean, who you got? Texas high school football, baby. Who you got? Westlake Chaparrales. Hey, we are your home for Westlake Chaparrales. There it is. Foles, 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 Drew Brees, baby. The same week that he becomes the NFL's all-time leading passer. I haven't seen a song about him yet. Can the, <laughs> can the Westlake Chaparrales take care of business against Lake Travis? Nick Foles with it. Because Lake Travis had been beating up on Westlake until last year. And here's the thing about Westlake. Their defense is insane. Yeah. Our man Dan Neal's son, David Neal, the all-time sack leader at Westlake, will be out there trying to chase down Hudson Card. Ooh. The and Garrett Wilson. 2020 quarterback commit to Texas. And Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Wilson, arguably the top receiver in the country for 2019, Woo. committed to Ohio State. Play ball. That'll be a hell of a game, my friend. All right. Um, so, Harge, we'll talk Cowboys with Goose Gosselin coming up here in a second. But Texas and Baylor, you think, and we'll, we'll get into this at Crown and Anchor tomorrow, 1130 a.m., come see us. We'll get into a deep dive into this, but your concerns about Texas getting their head in the game, I think the players are leading now. And that's they've been leading the entire time. But one of the messages but when that- you have a trap game, when you have a chance to relax, you, have, you think, oh, we're coming home. The crowd will carry us. It's almost a sellout. It might be a sellout by the time it kicks off. You can relax. Right? I'm saying they're not going to relax. And I, I, I'm with you, but it does have the place and time for it to happen. You just went on this gauntlet that we were talking about was like, hey, we got to see where they are after USC. Well, well, you know, they pounded them. Then they played TCU, pounded them. Then they went to K-State. And you're like, ooh, hey, they did. That, I mean, Held that's on. good. And then they held on again after they dominated the game until those so last five point? minutes. What's your point? So they just went through a rough stretch. So naturally, you're like, oh, Baylor. 
You know what I'm saying? Your, your mentality. They won one game last year or maybe two. I don't know. But they were terrible. So you're sitting there saying, oh, that's Baylor. We don't even know what's going on. They won one last year. Yeah. So you sit and you look at the process and you can overlook this team is my point. Because you just went through the heart of your schedule where people were like, oh, my God. But you don't believe that. they will. I don't believe that they will. But what did Tom Herman and what has he been preaching to us? These guys are learning how. When did you listen to Tom Herman? I always listen to him. I was. I told you, Riddler. I have to sit and take some time and listen. The Riddler don't give us too much. I was gonna say. But what he told us is this team does not know how to win. They're still learning. So now they've had the success. They've tasted it. Now what are they gonna do to continue it? Is my point. Remember when we were talking about a tentativeness issue, right? Of mice and Mensa. Yeah. But then on All Access, he said, you have permission to go. We're telling you guys, just go. Have fun. Let it go. And they got their poker chips. Yeah. Man, they got all kinds of things going on. They earn a poker chip every day at practice, and then they give them all back on Saturday. Right. They say, I'm going all in, baby. All in. All in. And I'm down. I'm That's da- it? What? They just give them back? They, yeah. They, they say them- that line? Well, they double them up. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They get more back. They get more. But it, it's like, like I said, it's like ever, a sticker. It's like a helmet poker, sticker. Salty? No. Okay. You got to push your chips to the tape. I've seen movies. You work your butt off for those chips, and then you decide, I'm going all in. You're risking everything. Yep. That's the, but, like, it's just a big metaphor. Like they're oh, not, yeah. That's a big metaphor. They're not yeah. really getting anything. No. For it. It's illegal to pay the players, so you can't do that. Those are fake chips. I'd rather a sticker. You're way too young <laughs> to be this cynical, by the way. I thought I was jaded and just beaten. See, and that's the other part of it. You, you, you get on me all the time. Man, you're such a fan. You're such a fan. And then I, all of a I, sudden. I find it kind of refreshing. And then I, I'm sitting it's here. It's annoyingly refreshing. But I'm sitting here now trying to be cautious and not just jumping all in. Now you're like, you don't believe it? You don't believe in it? You don't think they'll do it? No. I've been hurt. I told you. I've been hurt before. <laughs> I've been hurt. <laughs> we need to get. Can we get hard a t-shirt that says, I've been hurt? <laughs> Hook them. Yeah, hook them. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to believe in it. Harge needs to see something else. Right. To believe in. Right. OU's not enough. OU's not enough. They got a coach fired. That defense was terrible. What more do you want? They got Mike Stewart fired. <laughs> they got a coach fired. They've dropped some hammers. On Mike Stoops. <laughs> Man. Lincoln Riley dropped some hammers on Mike Stoops. All right. Uh, Goose Gosselin, next. We'll talk about, what, my Cowboys? Your Cowboys. Against Harge's Jacksonville my Jaguars. Jaguars. Jalen Ramsey could be a Cowboy, folks. Uh-oh. But instead, we took somebody else. It's all right. Next. <laughs> we took Ezekiel Elliott, fool. Uh, next on the bottom line, brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. 
Oh, uh, yeah, baby. Uh, let's do uh, some Texans trivia real quick. Last chance to get registered for those uh, Texans Dolphins tickets. Here we go. Be the first one to call in to 3905483 with the correct answer to this question. It's appropriate for considering our next guest. <laughs> the last time the Texans faced the Dolphins was three years ago when the team lost 44 to 26. Who was the Texans starting quarterback at that time? Call in 512. 512- Three nine zero five four eight three. First correct answer wins. All right, let's uh, get to the phones. Goose Goslin, the Guru, TalkOfFameNetwork.com. Follow him on Twitter at Rick Goslin, numeral nine. Goose, how you doing? Why is it that when Michigan State wins, I get Bob Seger, and when Michigan State loses, I get Spartan fight song? <laughs> yeah, salty. <laughs> Let's get is rid there, of the Michigan State fight song. Let's get back to Bob Seeger. Basketball season's approaching. I'm, I'm so with you, Goose. It's a basketball school. I don't want to hear that fight song anymore either. Let's let's get back to Bob Seeger. All right, so Goose, my man Harge, has, he's just lost that love and feeling for the Cowboys. I mean, he just he's like, I'm Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm, I'm whoever the Cowboys are playing. I mean, he even took the Lions for crying out loud. So I say what. The anti-cowboy bandwagon has gotten so big, the wheels can hardly move. I mean... They're stuck in the same spot. We can't get out of this rut. <laughs> it's in, and it is a rut. Only one, team, only one team has scored fewer touchdowns than the Cowboys this season. This is a league where you got to score touchdowns to win, and the Cowboys are incapable of scoring them. Okay, so I blame Scott Linehan more than I blame Dak Prescott. Is that wrong? No, I think uh, at this point, your coaches have to find a way. I mean, the talent, it's a passing league. They've got the worst set of receivers in football. So now, as coaches, you understand that, and you've got to figure out a way to generate offensive points in other manners. And, and they haven't done that. They're still running the same stuff that hasn't worked for five weeks. Yeah. Come up with something different. There's only They only have two playmakers. They have Elliott, who is uh, dynamic and can score a this ball. And Austin, who you can't trust. And last week, he had a ball off his hands, clanged off his mm. hands from the interception. Two weeks ago, he dropped a touchdown pass. But those are the only two guys that are capable of scoring from any distance on this team. Other than that, it's, 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 you might as well take it back to Woody A's. It's three yards in a cloud of Well, we keep talking about the fact, too, Goose, that Ezekiel Elliott has to touch the ball. We see Saquon Barkley last night get the ball thrown to him all over the place to make plays. Ezekiel Elliott, like you said, he's the only one that can make a big play. Why Why is it so hard for them to get the ball to him? I don't know. I mean, you're right. You look at what uh, Shermer's doing with, with Barkley, they've got nothing. You can't trust Beckham. So they're making sure he's getting 30 touches. They're, they're handing the ball. They're throwing him the ball. And he, he's two option passes in Penn State. I'm waiting for that to come up. Now, Elliott, he gets 20 handoffs last week in a close game. That that should have been a twenty-five to twenty-eight carry game for him, right? Why and, and throw him of the ball? And I tell you what, at this point with the weapons they've got, I'm trying to put the ball in his hands forty times a game. Throw it, hand it, do whatever. Just give it to Elliott. He's the only prayer you have of putting the ball in the end zone. Find a way. You don't do it with twenty carries in a close game. He's twenty-eight carries in a close game. Yeah, I think you're right. We know what we've got here on the Cowboys. It's not very good. It's up to the coaches. These are professional men, paid a lot of money, to find ways to get it done. And right now, they're not finding ways. 
I'm telling you, Goose, keep your eyeballs on Lincoln Riley. They, I mean, you know, Jerry, he likes to take coaches and plop them in with existing staffs. Hey, it, he can't know. even beat Texas. How is he going to beat Texas? <laughs> Boom. Boom. All right. So, <laughs> Goose, um, when you look at the – Lincoln Riley, he's gonna be, he will be a high at the end of the season. As well, we know, there will be about seven or eight NFL coaching openings, and he'll be the guy that's getting the, the interviews in the college level. Oh, will one be in Dallas? Will one of the openings be in Dallas? There has to be. I, I can't see how this team makes the playoffs. Mm. And this team, and now we make the playoffs, they're going to win a game in the playoffs. Right. I just don't see how this team with this offense, it's an offensive game. There's no offense in this team. You know, I, last week when I heard Jerry criticize Garrett for not going for it in fourth down, that's the first crack um, that I saw that he could even make a change in season. Yeah. It tells me he's wavering on Garrett. And I, I never thought he'd, he'd do something during the season. But I think now there's a chance. And now you got you got Jacksonville coming up. There's Jacksonville with the best defense in football, a defense that was embarrassed by Kansas City last week. They're going to want to come out here and lay it on the Cowboys. And now you've got two Pro Bowl corners. You can take out the two wideouts. It'll be a, not an eight-man box. It'll be a nine-man box to run against. Wow. It'll be very difficult for the Cowboys this week. All right. You know, this uh, this questioning of Garrett – reminded me of when Jerry started questioning Campo at the end about play calling against the 49ers and he had his eyes on Bill Parcells. I think Jerry already has his eyes on Lincoln Riley. That's just me. Um, Goose? Could be. Could be. I mean. But again, if if, if you got your eyes on Riley, I think you make the changes during the season then. And that gives you time to do the legwork. If you do it at the end of the year with everybody else, there's going to be a scramble to get to his doorstep. So I think if you get, if, if you in fact want Riley, I think the, the change comes in season. In December, probably. Well, so at some point. Yeah. You know, if they're sitting there at two and six, two and five, two and six, you know, after Jackson, they go to Washington, and they could lose that one. If they're sitting, if, if the losses start mounting, you know, we, it could be November. We're talking about here. So this team. Thought it was this town thought this was a playoff team. Yeah, and they clearly are not a playoff team. And the only way they get in the playoffs if the division completely collapses and they can get in at eight and eight. And after watching the Eagles last night, I don't think the division is going to collapse. I think the Eagles have it back back going. Oh, yeah. all right. So that division. I mean, let's talk about the division. NFC least. It's a mess. I mean, it is a mess. the winner could be eight and eight. Goose. Uh, Philadelphia is better than that. Right. I mean, they're going to get their act together. I mean, there is you know if they if they pull off the trade and get uh, LeSean McCoy, so they're they're back they're they're back up and running. No, I, I think you know they're playing the first place schedule. They're going to have the tougher games, but they've got the talent. They, they got the best talent in the division. They had the best talent last year. They got the best talent this year. I can see them winning ten, eleven games, and, and that's not going to be enough to let the Cowboys in. Man, Goose, you are not helping a brother at all. Although I feel I feel the exact same way. So all this is happening. Nothing is moving. Can we talk about how good this defense has been playing? They actually have impressed me. Leighton Vander Esch is actually showing up on film where he's not just yeah. jumping on top of, of piles to get tackles. He's actually making plays in space. And Jalen Smith, I mean, my goodness, he has turned a corner. Can we talk about how well the defense has been playing? 
Okay, I, I love the fact that I think the eighth in the NFL defense this week. The problem I've got, in the last two weeks, they needed a stop, didn't get it. Lions were right down the field to take a lead with, what, two minutes to go, and then Houston was right down the field in overtime. That's the problem. The other issue is, and this could be good news for the Cowboys, in th- three home games, they have six sacks against pocket passers. In two road games, they have, uh, I think it's three sacks against the mobile quarterbacks. So no, uh, so now they're going to get a pocket passer at home. So they have a chance. My guess is Jackson was going to move Bortles around the pocket and, and, and not give him the, uh, a stationary object in the, in, the, in the pocket there. So I love the front seven. Uh, but you're going to need some takeaways. One interception since five weeks, not good enough. You got the pass rush. You need to start having some strip sacks, force fumbles, some interceptions off pressure. That's what's missing in this defense. Love the fact they're a top ten unit in yards allowed, but you got to make a stop. You got to make a takeaway. Boom. Um, all right, so Goose, when you look at uh, what's the biggest surprise at this point for you, at this point in the, the season. Cowboy. For the Cowboys? No, for any anywhere the NFL. Is it Mahomes? Is Pat, it Casey? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the guy he had one NFL start. Clearly, Andy John Dorsey. John Dorsey is going to be your executive of the year. He drafted Mahomes. He drafted Baker Mayfield. What what they saw in Mahomes? Let him sit. Let him watch Alex Smith. And now this guy is is one of the top five quarterbacks in football. That's the biggest surprise. Yeah, and he's going up against the Patriots this weekend. Prime time. Bet the, bet the over. Bet the over in that one. Yeah. No one's playing any defense up there. <laughs> Man, he can find Travis Kelsey. And uh, those two are just rolling. Goose? Are you picking Are you picking Mahomes over your guy Tom Brady? Is that what you're saying? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Why you put me on the spot like that, Goose? <laughs> didn't, didn't think I was hearing that. Never thought I'd hear See? that. <laughs> See? All right. Listen, you are the man. Next week, Bob Seeger for you. Well, let's see. Let's see if the Spartans can win this. <laughs> I love it. Spartans lost to Northwestern. Goose texts me and says, basketball school. <laughs> You're the man, Goose. Have a great weekend. Okay, guys. You too. All right. And congratulations to Elliot, who is Ezekiel? our final, no, final winner of Texans trivia, now registered to win the Texans Dolphins tickets. Chip shot next right here. On the bottom line, brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. Cover three. When you hear Tupac, you know what time it is. My man, Great Hills Brown, who just convinced to the championship of tennis at Great Hills. My man with his commentary for the day, Chip Brown with the chip shot. I mean, I love, I love football season. I love it so much. I just, I'm in Christmas. I'm in heaven. And... We're getting to the point where it's starting to matter, where we're getting closer to the college football playoff rankings coming out, and and those are the only rankings that matter. But it's been fun to watch you this week as Texas, and I'll be honest, I think the I think the Longhorns should be somewhere. I voted them number eleven in my. Um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football Writers Association rankings. And, whoa, Tom Herman voted him 11 as well. Oh. I think that's about right. The AP poll has him at nine. The coaches always have Texas lagging behind down there at, what, 14? Something like that. So, it's it. look, this is where the reason Harge has been so on edge this week is because Texas just went from the hunter to the hunted. And that is a big mental transition for the fans. Now, it can be for the players if you haven't had a fall on your face, drop off the edge of a cliff experience like these Longhorns have had at Maryland. They've had their banana in the tailpipe moment. They've had their face plant. They've had the embarrassment. They've had everybody turn against them. You heard Breck and Hager talking about how toxic the Texas fans were after that game and how he's so proud of his teammates for staring it down and saying they're going to love us in five or six weeks. The young prophet. <laughs> but, look, it's it's probably going to rain tomorrow. The oh forecast is calling for rain, which is going to make ACL a mess as well. <laughs> it sucks. But, uh, look, you got you got this mental transition, Harge, and I think the players, because they've been through the face plant at Maryland, they're just all about business now. They're all uh, they're not getting caught up in the in the trappings. They know there's a long way to go. A lot of explosive offense. If they're watching that game last night, Texas Tech beating TCU in Fort Worth, they're going, "Oh wow, we thought that win was like really good." Nope, you going to Lubbock and winning is going to be really good. So they know there's work to do, and if they've watched the film, they know Charlie Brewer is legit. They know Denzel Mims is legit. They know Jalen Hurd is legit. So Texas just went from hunter to hunted with the win over OU. So let's my expectation tomorrow, rain, sleet, or snow, is they're going to handle it. You asked me just a second ago, do you think Sam throws an interception tomorrow? Baylor's defense is terrible. But, look, he's going to throw an interception here before too long, even if it goes like out of the hands of his receiver and right. pops up. So it's possible, but I think they can handle it. I think they'll answer. I think Texas has shown their resilience. Look, they were down 14-3 to USC. They were down 16-10 to TCU. They were down 24-7 to to Maryland and came all the way back and took the lead. This team has proven resilient. They're resilient. They remind me a lot of 2008. Okay. And you've been saying that all season. You said that from the very beginning. It has the makings of a 2018. The reason why I asked you that is two things. Number one, he's been playing so well. Everything has been going right for the University of Texas. Number two, he's gotten a lot of accolades this week. I'm talking about every award that can be given out for a quarterback. He has received that. And, And rightfully so. And rightfully so, I just think sometimes, regardless of if you're trying to block out the outside noise, if you're trying to, you know, stay away from social media, 
you're out and about. They're, they're not just going to practice and going straight home. They're going to dinner. They got girlfriends. They got friends that they're hanging out with. You hear the noise, and, and, and you, you're not immune to it, but you have to get back in there. And I'm not going to lie to you. I would be pretty pumped about the awards that I got. Now, like Tom Herman said, they didn't give out a trophy for midway point, midseason award. They didn't, Bob Bowlesby didn't give us anything. But I just think sometimes you've been playing so well and, and, and it's effortless. I've been up there with the plate where it's just like you can throw anything up here and I'm going to knock the fire out of it. But then there's that one at bat. There's that one situation that kind of derails everything that you've worked. you got to keep fighting. And I know that he's staying there working and all that other stuff. I just want to make sure that I, for me to be all the way in, I have to continue to see this growth. And like I said, what I tell you yesterday, holler at me at the finish line and let me talk to you then. I just want them to stay on the course. Yep. You want to see it? Yep. You want to see it? Yep. All right, listen, we'll come back, give you a couple nuggets, get you set up. Don't forget, you got Westlake Lake Travis right here on AM 1300 The Zone tonight. Um, Joe Taylor and the gang bringing it to you at 7.30. Free for all football Friday. Brought to you by the best brunch in Austin, Cover 3. All right, so you got ACL going, right? Yep. All weekend. Everybody go out there, have fun, be careful. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. And then this is Django Walker. Django. Who is the Longhorn um, City Limits. City Limits. Opener. Uh, performer, opener for yep. tomorrow before the game. And, and then follows Old 97. I don't even know what that is. Like, who are they? I heard they're supposed to be pretty good. Do you know them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah you gotta oh, yeah. lived until you've seen old 97 <laughs> now listen everybody needs to just come hang with us for sure at crown and anchor we got you covered baby oh three yeah. three hours before pregame we'll get you whipped up into a frenzy you'll be just red to go red to go Are you with me hearts i'm there i'll be there with you did i forget anything else we need to talk about nope what do you call it? 30th in San Jacinto. We'll oh, yeah. be there. Crown and Anchor. 11.30. 11.30. Don't be late. Come you... see Hodge. You know, selfies with Hodge, free of charge. <laughs> selfies with Hodge, free of charge. Pretty boy Hodge. <laughs> by the Pretty way, we had great stuff today. To... Great stuff today by Cliff Floyd breaking down the MLB playoffs, which start tonight with the Brewers and the Dodgers and yeah. then the Astros tomorrow, Astros making it happen. Bigger. Hey, yeah. and if you missed any part of it, if you missed Cliff Floyd, you missed – anything goose gosling goose i mean matt rule then go to the podcast page at am1300thezone.com and check it out we're there for you and on the iheart radio app download that iheart radio app and listen to us all day over and over again it's a fantastic experience salty reminds you on twitter follow us on twitter at am1300thezone and let's grab larry larry what's going on chipping hard what's up what's going on Hey, y'all sound amazing on that iHeartRadio app, too. Hey, That's how I listen appreciate to you. you guys. Appreciate it. But I done sat here and listened to you guys all week, and hard been crying and moaning. Crying. About being on the wagon. Halfway hard. And peeking around the corner. And <laughs> if you a Longhorn fan and you done been through all the bad times, you better celebrate the good times when you can, because we know what the other side tastes like. So I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I can't hope. I got to be this way and got to be. I'm not suiting up. All I'm doing is cheering. So whenever they win, I'm going to be happy as hell. I'm going to talk my bleep whenever I can. 
because I know it might not last for long. Thank you. <laughs> I don't care if they Thank win you, Larry. one point for the rest of forever. As long as they win and keep on winning, I'm in. You can't go through life like you got a piano on your chest. Appreciate Thank that, you, Larry. Larry. Thank you for that motivation because, you know, Harge, each step of the way. Harge wants to stress out and worry. and Not stressing. I mean, come I on. I just man. don't want... I, I just get, don't want it to land on the kids. That's it. We got to get to our picks, man. All right, let's get them. Let's go to the phone real quick. All D. Right. Hey, guys, how are y'all? What's Great. up? Okay, if we're going to do this, let's do it, okay? Okay. Okay, guys, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. All right. Appreciate that, D. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If we're going in, we're going in. You're right. You're right. Larry and D, I feel you. All right, we got some picks music. Let's do it. Salty? Let's get these picks in, man. All right, let's do it. You going first or me? You can go first because I got to find my page where I put it. You there it go, is. You got to go first? I'll go first. You're going mind. first? Yeah. I've been on this South Carolina train for a while. They're kind of like Texas Tech to me. I don't know. Maybe it's the colors. I don't know. They're playing Texas A&M at home. So it's minus three, Texas A&M. I'm rolling with South Carolina. My first pick, South Carolina. Hodge says South Carolina. Against the Aggies. Plus okay. three. Plus? Plus three. What? Yeah. South Carolina, plus three, baby. I got plus two and a half. Okay, plus two and a half. I'll take it. I'll give it to you. You going to give me three or two and a half? Two and a half. All right, two and a half. All right, uh, Harge, I think the uh, Iowa State Cyclones. Mm-hmm. We'll cover the number against West Virginia. I'm just trying to find it here. Okay, seven. Yep. So West Virginia is favored by seven. So that give went me, up. Give me Iowa State plus seven at home. Okay. Good call. Good call. Brock give you that Purdy. Iowa State Remember plus that name. seven. Brock Purdy. All right. I am going. You have been calling them Poison Pill. Poison Pill Ooh, Kelly. You you going you, up against me? I'm going up against you on your thoughts. You 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 coming at me, bro? They they covered last week. Catch me outside. How about that? They covered last week against Washington. And I they're gonna cover again this week. And they might win the game. They're playing Cal. Cal's favored by seven. I'm going UCLA, baby. You see Othello, nine stallion. I got you, dog. You know what? What? Don't do it. Don't ride with me. Don't ride with me. No, I'm going against you. Okay, cool. Cool. I can't even find that game on the board. (laughs) But just give me Cal. Okay. I don't even like Cal. I don't even think Cal's any good. (laughs) You're probably right. (laughs) But just because you came at me, I'm going Cal. Okay. I don't even like that pick. I got better picks than that. Cal. Cal. Oh, it's six and a half. So I'll take that. You taking Cal six and a half? Dang, I tried to get it at seven. My board. Nope. Dang it. No, no, no. Cal, I get Cal minus six and a half. You got UCLA plus six and a half. Okay. Taking all dogs, baby. Yeah, you are. Yeah, all dogs. All right, your turn. Okay. My last game. My last game. Washington versus Oregon. Washington is favored by three. They're playing at Oregon after dark. I am rolling with Oregon to get that number. I think it comes down to last second game, and I think it's going to be in between that. So I am taking Oregon plus three. Oregon 
Sorry, plus. Rich. Sorry, Rich. Oregon plus yeah. three. All right. Look at you. All right, Harch. Yep. All uh, dogs, baby. All dogs. Look at you. Yep. All right, listen. My uh, Colorado Buffaloes have been good to me all year. I love their quarterback. They're playing at USC. And they are catching seven. Okay. I'm not sure they win this game, but they cover the number. Give me the buffs plus seven. Man, we stayed packed 12. What is up with that? After dark. Although my bonus pick would be the Longhorns to cover the 14. Okay. I think Texas wins 38 to 20. 30, that's a little too close, you know, for the cover for me to, you know, make it one of my top three picks, but it's my bonus pick. Oh, yeah. I got the University of Texas Longhorns. My University of Texas Longhorns covering as well. I was going to pick Michigan, but no, that, don't line, do that. that line's gone crazy. Don't do that. I was going to pick Notre Dame, but that's 20 and a half points. That's too big. Michigan opened at minus six and a half. It's now minus nine and a half. Put in all mm. your chips hard. <laughs> Go all in. Oh, yeah. Not, not, not on don't Notre worry, Dame. I'll give you more next week. Do you, think, uh, next week. do you think Row Your Boat Fleck can cover 29 and a half at Ohio State? I don't think so. No. He's still trying to develop. He's not under the radar anymore. Still trying to develop. All right. Hey, listen. Great, great week. stuff. Great, great week. week. Check out the podcast page at am1300thezone.com. Make sure you download the iHeartRadio app. Salty, you're the best. Hart, you're my man. See you tomorrow at Crown and Anchor 1130. Any more words of our brother from another mother, Sean Adams? The dream is free. The hustle sold separately. Go to work. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.